0: The audacity. Uh. Audacity. Yeah. Audacity. the audacity. 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 Records
1: the audacity. Yeah. Sit back, relax, and have no fear. Chuckles these jokes i hitting in your ear. 2020, yes, a brand new year. Uh, check it out, you have no fear. First name Tony, last name Tone. Check it out. We're sitting in the middle of a home of a boy Jamil. Harley, it don't stop. Uh, yeah. Audacity, uh.
0: Okay.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women, senior citizens, yes. I got a surprise for all of y'all. This is one of the most legendary men in the 21st century as it pertains to stand-up comedy. And yes, I did say legendary. Wow. You know, a lot of cats, they throw around that legendary word, but, bruh,
1: man, I. Memphis,
3: Tennessee, <laughs> y'all give it up for my boy, Tony Tone, come on.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, come on, man. Legendary. This helps me loosen
1: up, get my mind going. Can, can the it's listeners, done. can they see this? Yes. or, or are they throw, you can't see this? Punches to punch lines. No. That's right. They can hear it.
2: They'll be able to see it.
1: Okay. Oh, is in the chair? Man. That's right, we're about to put it down right now in my Clark Kent mode or Dark Kent. And before I go on, I take these off. See? <sighs> my lamp says, <laughs> hand my lamp. These lamps. Shit, I'm on. i get over here.
3: I remember that, I still do that. Comedians,
1: we're like little doctors, we little, little comedy witch doctors going around spreading free medicine. Well, not really free, it's a two out of minimum. Just <laughs> <laughs> like New
4: York. been here about 35 years. you know what I mean? See, like, uh, Fred G Sanford, and the G Seppard, uh giggling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
4: right. It's me, man, Bernie Mac. They gon'
1: laugh. They don't laugh. I'ma bust their head to the white meat,
5: mother. (laughs) What? Everybody, this is Cat Williams. I'm about to do my thing. Uh, They better have my money. I'ma set this whole damn club on fire. That's right. Help, comedy club on fire.
2: My wow. man, Tony Tone, is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen. Yo. You said, you said
1: legendary. Come on, I, man. I couldn't even come on as myself. I,
4: I, I got to come on as Richard Pryor. God damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you say legendary. <laughs> Nigga
1: got
2: to say some shit. God damn, Jamil. Hey, Tony, let me tell you something, man. When I was in high school, and junior high. All right. was a big stand-up guy, like, into the arts. My brother got me hip to it by putting me on with Richard Pryor cassette tapes. Yeah? Uh, Eddie Murphy wow. Raw. You said cassette tapes. Cassette tapes.
1: I started out on an album. Feel, you give me feel really old.
2: <laughs> hey, listen, we had the Eddie Murphy Raw VHS, and my mom took it from us. uh uh-huh. And I remember her, she was like,
5: some woman is going to kill him.
2: Because of the stuff he was saying, but oh, I was saying about Eddie Murphy. Yeah, but <laughs> I was I was
5: <laughs>
2: I was submerged into the whole comedy thing. But right. I was too shy. I never thought that I would ever right. be a stand-up comic. Right. So of course I see you on Def Jam and Comic View. Right. You know, and back then, like everybody that graced the stage was hilarious in their own unique way. You, yeah. Right. There right. was no one style that was the same. You right. know, maybe an open mic. People right. mimic people, but right, right. once you got to the platform where you was exposed nationwide, everybody was unique. Mm-hmm. And I never thought for one time in my life that I would meet anybody. But I remember the day I met you. <laughs> I was at Cat's Cafe. i was at here in ATL. Yeah, here in ATL. Cats, yeah, I was at the Cat's Cafe at an open mic, and uh, <laughs> yeah. my closing joke was a joke titled "Fur Boots."
1: Yeah, I remember the fur boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fur boot joke. I forgot about that. Yeah.
2: You know, with this new movement, I can't do the fur boot joke right. no more. Oh man, I know, man. I know, man. You can still do it. Do it. Do it. Come on. But when I got back, I had a decent set. You know, I was still finding my voice. I came back to the back and I felt a tap on my shoulder. And it was you. You said, hey, yeah, I like that fur boots joke. Right. And I started B boxing. I was like, Psh, uh. Uh, how do you like any of my jokes like I know you from TV and uh, hey man and you've been such a um, a humble guy like out of all the things that you've done and like I got family members that don't believe I know you
1: uh, for real <laughs> get out
0: of
2: here man i, man,
1: I never I, I never view myself like that like you know what I'm, saying? I'm just another dude telling jokes
2: but you're not though wow you you wow. you far you've surpassed that long time ago yeah, i appreciate and it. and man the first time i got well only time i got the feature for you man i was so elated i was supposed to chattanooga, chattanooga. man
1: we had a ball too <sighs> me you me you and mahmoud malavi A.K.A. Moody. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Moody, yeah. That was a good week. Yeah, that was a good
2: week, and I was like, I don't want this to end, because that was probably, that was the pinnacle of my comedy. Oh, really? Yeah, because, I mean, I performed with a lot of my colleagues, Mia Jackson, Landry. Right, right, yeah, two funny people, too. Yeah, yeah, and and I've performed in the Midwest and all over the country, uh, for that matter of fact, but it was nothing like being on a stage with somebody that, I've admired since a adolescent. Wow, man! And wow. then for me to do my thing, and you take what I did and throw that shit out the ballpark. <laughs> like I was like, this is a hot show. Tony gonna kill and Then you just blew the roof off. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> and so, out of all the things that that I've experienced, that that you are attached to by some some capacity, you have to hold the title legend
1: wow that's that's heavy man you're the first person that that's uh attached you know me to that 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 word man that, that i'm word pretty sure I'm, I, it's more than me i and i appreciate it too i appreciate it for real man I, I don't even know what to say i'm speechless right now to be attached to that word and uh and i and i, I know you really mean it too man oh, so man. I, you know yeah yeah i'm a i leave here more. I got to my chest sticking out tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, legend. That's right. I'm going to wake up all your neighbors. Keep it down, please. Keep it down. I don't care about no legend or- I don't know, Tony. I like your music. Tony, Tony, Tony. I don't want to hear tonight. Man, you better to get me evicted. I oh, sorry, sorry. hello, you have to go. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop, man.
2: Oh, man. But, Tony, tell me about... Because um, I remember the very first time that I performed. Tell me about the very first time that you got on stage.
1: Oh, it's easy. It's easy. Uh, my very first time... Doing stand up uh, is the time that really got it sparked. Uh, no, okay, uh, okay, okay. You got one B, one A, one B. I don't really count the first time because what it is, stand up comedy is something I always wanted to. I've been saying I wanted to do since grade school. Okay, uh, pre- pretty much high school, maybe what junior high, somewhere in that area, junior high, high school. Because I was a class clown. Really, starting in elementary, mm-hmm. I was a class clown. But when I started getting hip to you can actually win an award uh, for being the class clown. I was striving for that, right? Starting <laughs> junior high, right? So I, I I got beat out by a good friend of mine who later played football, high school football with me. His name is Bobby Martin. He beat me in junior high. High school, my senior year, I was set, primed, and ready, and I won it, right? Mm-hmm. Most wittiest, right? So I, I'm saying all to say during the course of my high school year, and uh, was it, I think I was a junior or senior. I auditioned to be uh, for the talent show as a comedian, mm-hmm. so it didn't work. You know, so I didn't have the material. You know what I mean? I mean, people knew I was funny, but I didn't have the ma- didn't know how to set up my material. Mm-hmm. So I would say it was my first attempt at, with the audition. But the first real performance was in at Cumberland College around 1990 91. Uh, I'll say 1990. Um, uh, I played football at Cumberland college and we broke down into groups within the team and we did little sketches. Right. So, uh, the sketch that we did, I actually, it was a, it was going another direction. And, uh, I ended up taking another, I wrote it, I rewrote it. And at that time, 1990, um, the Arsenio Hall show was hot mm-hmm. and we just so happened to have enough people to be, to, to, to where I, I recast, it. we did a, a mock version of the Arsenio Hall show. Mm-hmm. I made my boy Mike, I made him Arsenio, uh, I gave him... Less, right, right.
2: busy. Right, I had him saying all that, right? <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, I, I gave him that, remember he had a hat on for a while, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. some glasses, yeah, yeah. so I gave Mike a hat I had, I gave him some glasses, I wrote out a little monologue for him, and uh, the reason we did that because Coach McClanahan, that was over my over our group. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy Willie McKinney from West Palm said, "Yo, Coach, Coach, you gotta hear you gotta hear Anthony do these uh, impressions." And when he heard it, Coach Mac said, "Oh, Anthony, son, we gotta put that in the show. <laughs> That's gotta be in the show." So, so you I,
2: were tied at impressions in high school. I mean, I college. I was doing
1: impressions in. In elementary school,
4: wow! Yeah, I was
1: doing I was doing that, and I was doing the Smurfs. Uh, Reagan was in office at that time, so I was doing Reagan. Any kind of voice that 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 was very distinct. I would catch on to uh-huh. as soon as a teacher left the class back in elementary. They like Johnny, do this, do that, do that. So I'm doing all these little voices, and the teacher walk in and catch me. And now I gotta put my desk by the teacher's <laughs> desk. I stayed in trouble in school,
2: disruptive. Right, right,
1: yes. right, right, right. So, uh, but it makes it so bad the teachers stand there and watch it first though. That's the mm-hmm. problem. See, uh, that's funny, but uh, you in trouble.
2: So. I'm gonna tell your parents. Go, right, but right, right, Keep, right. Going. <laughs> yeah, keep <laughs> going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah.
1: So, so um, in school, in college though, so we I rewrote the skit and make a long story short, we did a mock. Version of the, of the Arsenio Hall show, and I made myself the guest comedian, and I did I did all impressions then, man, I, and, they, and they even back then they were old, and imp- someone was old impressions,
4: mm-hmm. I did Howard
1: sale and you know people like that. It was old, but it was good, and the, and the student body loved it. Mm-hmm. And after that, man, I started getting slips under my dorm door asking me if I can do uh, perform at this event or that event on the campus. So I became the campus comedian, and we had a big Earth Day event. It was, like, around in April, like, 90, 91, and um, <clears throat> I, did, I didn't I did do any impressions on that one. I said, I'm going to talk about stuff from my perspective or whatever, you know, just my observations, and that worked, and our, one of our linebacker coaches, Coach Palmasano, he's like, you know, Anthony, I used to manage a couple of comedy clubs, and I think you got, you. I could see you working at a comedy club. If I could hook you up with something over the summer, would you do it? I said, of course I would. Well, that never happened, but I went over the summer, I went back home to Memphis, and the Comedy Zone, I went back like two weeks before the Comedy Zone opened.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So the Comedy Zone opened while I was there, and I was there from day one at the Comedy Zone. I know you know about the Comedy Zone, Mm -hmm. right? So... Uh, I was, which one Uh, in Memphis, they have, it, it was, on they Overland don't have Square. one in Memphis. Nah, anymore. no, no, no. It closed up. That was their, that was one of their nicest comedy zones back in the day. Okay. Back when Brad Greenberg and, and he, back when he had it, it was still creative talent mm-hmm. and Hef worked under Brad. Mm-hmm. Then Brad left, sold it to Hef, and Hef turned it into Heffron talent, which okay. is I there now, yeah. but, but, uh, I did it back in the day. And that was a very nice comedy zone, right? Which later became a loony band. That's how I met Larry and Terry. And they're out in Oklahoma City now. Mm-hmm. But um They wouldn't book me. Uh, oh, they wouldn't?
2: You referred me like two or three times. I did.
1: Oh, I just thought about that, man. You should have been in there, man. They some haters. Get out of
2: here. Yeah. Um, Jeff saw you? You put me in front of everybody almost.
1: Golly. Okay. All right, we got we gotta come back to that, man. <laughs> we got to come back to that. That's a travesty, man, because you should be working. That, especially them, you should be working, that's, four, that's a month of work anyway, uh, that's where it started man, my first experience in front of the student body and then uh, I started hitting open mic nights every week at the uh, I was actually had a little little 9 to 5 a little regular job while I was doing that and uh, I started hitting the open mic nights every week and they had a nice system at that comedy zone because the open mic night happened out in the lobby after the main show, mm-hmm. we had a little stage in the yeah, corner Yeah, 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 yeah. so we, did, we, we had to work our way uh, off that little stage into, into the main showroom. Show yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a good incentive. Mm-hmm. And you go and see, the, you know, the basic ladder in stand up is open mic,
4: mm-hmm.
1: MC, mm-hmm. MC the middle, mm-hmm. middle of the headliner. Mm-hmm. That's that's the chain of command, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's how it worked for me, man. And the owner, uh, the ones that ran the club, Randy and Betty, Randy said, Randy basically pushed me on the road. Mm. Cause I heard other people starting to say this like, man, you need to start hitting the road. I said, nah, man, he ain't ready for the road. You know, <laughs> I'm acting like, uh, I'm acting all shy. Like they're right. buzzing on Looney Tunes. Right. Oh no, no, no. You know? So, <laughs> so I said, all right, cool. So, uh, Randy was like, man, I'm gonna call Paula. Uh, I forgot Paula's last name, but Paula down at, uh, uh, comedy house enterprise down in Savannah. Mm-hmm. That was the comedy. Um, I think you, by the time you started, that was closed. The last, really, the last remnants of that chain is in Columbia now, a comedy house. But Aubrey Pippen used to own... Four great clubs. That's in South Carolina, right? That's in Columbia.
2: You told them to book me there, and they wouldn't do it either. Get
1: out of here, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? I won't. Maybe it's me, man. Maybe I'm jinxing yourself, (laughs) Tony. It's not you. It's not me, man. Because you deserve to be working more, man. They don't want me. Um, you know what? I'm (laughs) gonna start trying to set up where I can bring you with me. How about that,
2: man? I've been on sabbatical since 2016. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: What you you just?
2: I got all this other stuff going on. That's
1: true. That's true, man. Well, hey, man. You know, I'm gonna get back out there though. Yeah, yeah. Let me know when you're ready. Um. But but yeah, he 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 got me set up with uh, with the comedy house in Savannah. Mm-hmm. I drove all the way from Memphis, man, to Savannah to MC. You know, the money of course wasn't worth it, and that was a nine and a half hour drive. But you know, when you're hungry,
2: getting your foot in the door, yeah, getting your foot yeah. in the
1: door. Sometimes you got to do you know, like some of these new comedians, they don't know. You got to do some stuff that. They got Instagram. That's all they need. Right, right, right. But then you got to have the chops. I mean, look, nothing against the Instagram and social media sensations, but you got to have the chops. The magic bullet, the magic bullet for success in stand up, in my opinion, is being funny. Yeah. You got to be funny first. Yeah. You can't pump yourself yeah. up and not deliver the chop, not have the chops to back it up. We
2: seen Charlie you know Sheen try that shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: right, right. And a few <laughs> others, right? It's like, this I've seen a lot of uh, actors try that. And uh-huh. they
2: like, no. we
3: <laughs> hey, can, you got
1: we, a script. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we can almost get away with what y'all do before y'all get away with what we do yeah. first. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just, man, stand-up is very unique. Yeah. It's it's the toughest uh, of the of the entertainment realm, and I'm not just saying it because I am a comedian. Just it is it is man, you one one man one woman on the island, you ain't got no music to back you no. up. You you
2: your Yo, accolades only work for the first three only, minutes.
1: If yeah, if you have great accolades, then yeah, it depends on who you are. L.A. it lasts longer uh, than New York, and anything yeah. in between it lasts a little longer too. Yeah. But on the average, you got about a good 20, 15 to twenty minutes.
2: Of just being of, famous.
1: Uh, of being famous. <laughs> After that, all oh, you gonna hear some session in front of in, in a black crowd, you gonna hear, hear this off in addition.
0: All right, nigga, tell the a joke.
2: <laughs> <You know? laughs> and once you hear that, yeah, it's hear over. That, yeah. All right, that's my time. Yeah, Thank yeah, y'all. Yeah, Good yeah, night. Once yeah, you hear that.
1: Yeah, and I, and there's some comedians out there I know that are, that are heavy, man, heavy names, but that celebrity we're off. Now, New York, they, they're, they're shorter, shorter. 10 minutes.
2: You know what I noticed between New York and LA? And it has more to do with the environment, the atmosphere. The people in New York want to hear stand up comedy, they, and they don't they, care if you're famous or not. Yeah,
1: they don't care. They are actually better for, for stand up. Yeah, New York is.
2: L A, yeah. comedy goes out there to die. Yeah, it does. if you're not famous.
1: Yeah, if you're not famous, because
2: nobody yeah. want to hear what you got to say.
1: Nah, unless you got a name. Yeah, yeah. it's all a look. It's all a ca- man. Most of the shows in L A are like a one big casting call. Yeah, you know, there's a whole audience, all of them out there just Scouting. you know trying to make it and yeah. Yeah, trying to look the part. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I lived out there for a while, and I did have some good times on stage, man. I had some rooms. I used to love doing Chocolate Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was a little celebrity-ish, but, you know, but I know what you're saying, though. It, mm-hmm. the, the grind, the grit of it is New York. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you still grinding. Like I I mean, they had Seinfeld when he was Seinfeld at a club called Governors somewhere out there in the New York area, Jersey, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how they are, man. Hey, all right, Seinfeld. You know, <laughs> tell a freaking
2: joke. You know, Seinfeld will be out there, so, uh... Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: well,
2: I just got out of work. I'm ready to go to sleep. I don't understand why they do that. <laughs> <laughs> and the beautiful thing about New York, you can hit, like, 30 rooms in a day. You really can, man. There's you no really reason can. for there to be anybody in New York that's a stand-up comic that sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you you can... um They'll spit you out if you're not good, but they definitely train you yeah. To um and that's why that's why um the pace is quicker out there. Yeah. You know, com- the comedic pace is quicker in New York. Yeah. You got to keep it going. Ain't no pause. Ain't no pause. <laughs> you can pause in LA. You can pause. So um you can pause all
2: over the can country. You yourself <laughs> New York. You got to keep it going. All
5: right. Yeah, you know, they,
2: yeah, you you can don't give them a chance to boo you. You got to prove Boop. yourself the Boop. whole set. Boop. Boop. God damn it. It didn't leave us any space. And then at the end of the show, like, I didn't even
0: get
4: the boo yet. Yeah, come on, <laughs> ah. <laughs>
1: right, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's um it's a, uh, you know, uh, my experiences, my early experiences, man. Uh, were, uh, like I said, that was that was my first real stand up experience um, at Cumberland, but then at the co- in college, but club wise, yeah, Comedy Zone, and then I. My first paid gig, man, um, was rough. This place called Sanders Facility in Memphis, Tennessee. and uh, But I loved it. I loved it. I wouldn't even think about getting paid. He just asked, yeah, hey, I got I to, won't you do a show, you know, whatever, whatever, over here on, you know. And I'm like, all right, cool. I was happy he approached me, you know what I'm saying? Because I was money. Funny brings the money. Mm-hmm. so that's what happens so I, I was just worried about getting I just want to get on stage because the moment man that mic is like a real that's a real that's my crack pipe Uh huh. you know you so i no crack don't yeah, you yeah 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 that's my crack pipe man as a, a microphone and some people mm-hmm. and I was happy to get another opportunity to do a show and that room was rough, too, man. I, I think it was, it was some more comedians on there with me. I'm trying to think, remember who it was. But, man, Sanders Facility. Anybody from Memphis, any Memphis comedian hear this right now, they would be like, yeah, I know what he's talking about. Old school cats. So, uh, I, I got like $25, I believe. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, that's great. Back, mm-hmm. in, back in, you know, 1991, 92. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like, all right, cool. So, uh, then the same guy, uh, his name was Bob Winbush, man. He uh, used to be a... Uh, he was like a fire chief, man. It was a Bush Firehouse Productions, right? Mm-hmm. He used to use me a lot, me and a couple other comedians in the city, right? Mm-hmm. So um, um, he put me on another show. Now this show, I got booed. No, I, I didn't. I didn't even get booed. I got it was worse than booed. I got
0: I got <laughs> stared
1: <laughs> off stage. You got assaulted. I got I got like visually assaulted. He looked at me like this man. You know, I'm doing. I'm you know okay. I'm 48 years old. People say I look younger than my age now. Yeah. So if I always look younger than my age, imagine me in my 20s, yeah. early 20s, looking like a kid. You
2: like an infant. In oh, the 20s. Yeah,
1: yeah. Opening for a blues artist named his name was Bobby Rush, but opening for a blues artist. Period. In front of an old blue collar blues crowd. What this little young yeah, punk got to exactly. say to me? Exactly. I came out there with my little merry go round suit, man, and and my little young act. And trying to tell my jokes. Even my impressions didn't work that night.
2: Man, they
1: they looked at me, man. Like, man, I think. I, and, and what what it was, it was in an old skating rink. So uh-huh. it was still had the, it was basically, man, they just moved some seats and just just had all the seats on the floor, skating rink floor. That wouldn't even conducive
2: for stand-up comedy.
1: It, it, I know, I know. And I had to walk the length of the skating rink uh, To come to the stage? No, to get back out of there. Right? <laughs> so I had to walk through the crowd. After you bomb, man, they threw lit cigarettes at me. <laughs>
0: Get your
1: young <laughs> I was getting assaulted. How Where know you th- your mama
0: and yeah, daddy Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know young your mama. Punk.
5: I- I told you, Mama, not to let your young ass on stage. I'm gonna call her now. I'm gonna whoop your ass yeah, after yeah, the you show. Yeah, right, right. They hit
0: me with a belt. get your ass. They beat me up. I'm 25. Yeah, right, right. Unhand
1: me. Yeah, right, right, man. They, oh, that was a rough night, man. So, I mean, he still paid me. I think he shorted me like ten dollars. I ain't even, I ain't even complaining. Like, man, I'm alright. Yeah, that's
2: this. cool. I ain't going back, right, right, no I Ain't way.
1: going back no way, man. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was crazy, man. That so, was,
2: tell me, at what point? Did you realize and it maybe it had been it was a show or maybe it just hit you driving down the street at what point did you realize this was it? I'm not what? doing nothing else. Um <laughs>
1: Let me see man. Cuz think- I said that a lot
2: and uh I kept going back to Corporate. <laughs> Corporate co-
1: <laughs> this is it.
0: Let me fill out this yeah, right,
2: application. Right, this right, shit right. ain't working out.
1: <laughs> right, right. Like, you know what? I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Oh man, it's my final notice. Let me give me a job. <laughs> homeless, <laughs> no. Yeah, right, 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 right. Application, please. Hey, homeless person, hey man, I'll see you soon. <sighs> no, you won't. But but no, um you know what, man? I think let's see, one of my last I want to say, it, uh, man, that's that's a good question, man. I think it just happened, but I knew this was gonna be what I wanted to do, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, some of my last jobs was I worked at gyms. I was working at at, at different gyms. I think I, I had a little job, my last little government job or whatever. Man, I think I worked at Bally's in Pasadena, California, when I was living out there for a minute. Mm-hmm. After that, man, it was over. You know what I'm saying? After that, it was just all entertainment. I don't count the circus. As a nine to five, because I think that's still a it's still under bench, the umbrella yeah, under the umbrella exactly, man. So you know, and that was a steady job. It was a steady check I made, you know, every every week. It mm-hmm. was great, but it was still like you say, it's under the umbrella of entertainment. So I don't really count that as a government job, nine to five. But um, yeah, um I had radio jobs. Mm-hmm. I had radio jobs. Um, Tom Joyner. Uh, came in and fired me. He did not, not him directly, but uh-huh. them bringing him in, right? He sent the text. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Hey, get this little n- yeah, out of here. Yeah, right, right. He got booed anyway at the Blues <laughs> Show. So.
2: Pick up so one of them lit uh, uh, cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stay lit after all them years, right? <laughs> uh, uh, oh. We gonna get your
0: ass up out of his show. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Tom Jordan. Did y'all hear about Tony Tone getting his ass burnt by? A lit cigarette at the bomb and in front of Bobby Rush. I love some blues. Matter of fact, let's play some Bobby Rush, a block of it. <laughs> Just to remind them, is Tony standing on the building yet? Let him jump.
1: <laughs> Bobby Rush
2: coming to the stage, everybody. Bobby Rush.
1: <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Bobby Rush. I want to uh, play a little bit of my first song. It's called Lit Cigarettes. <laughs> Featuring <laughs>
2: Tony Lewis,
1: <Luell. laughs> yes. Hit a sizzle of Tony's skin under a lit cigarette.
2: Bobby Rush. That sound like a blues name. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 man. Yeah, Jerry Curl. Still got the same Jerry Curl. Oh, let me stop it. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you weren't doing stand up, like say the 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 questions we uh, you just answered, like okay. what if that wasn't a thing and you just was. A hobbyist that you saw coming, you you enjoyed it, but you never went into it. What would be the ideal profession for Tony Tone?
1: Um, probably uh, what I was, I used to always, I used to always say when I was young, man, uh, sports medicine. I was an athlete, mm-hmm. so my first dream really was to play, you know, NFL football. Mm-hmm. I was gonna be a I was gonna be the next Tony Dorsett. That was my first childhood hero. Running back, running back. I was a running back and defensive <laughs> back in uh, school, but uh, of course, you know, you got to be extraordinary and exceptional. So I, 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 was just had. I had heart. I had ability, but eh. Anyway, um, uh, so that that wouldn't have worked out. So, um, somewhere along the lines of uh, training, training, know? yeah, physical physical therapy. Sports medicine, that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, I was, I was medical field. Okay. Medical field. I, I was uh, heavily into medical field. Matter of fact, I worked at a at a hospital during my early stand up days down in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, I worked at Palm Beach Gardens Medical Center.
2: Uh-huh. Doing and, uh huh. Doing what? That
1: was a great. I was an OR tech. Okay. Yeah. So I worked in the operating room, man, and uh, we you know we did a little very, little bit of everything. We helped the doctors prep the patients. We turned rooms over. I did, you know, a little bit of orderly slash this slash that, you know. Uh-huh. Uh Went to go get patients. So I enjoyed that, actually. That was actually fun, man. Uh Had some fun moments. Uh, but, you know, me being a natural comedian, I always found humor wherever I was.
5: <laughs> you brought your leg broke. <laughs> yeah, right,
1: right, right. You know, I used to, man, we used to, oh, my God. we. Uh, I was a prankster in there, too, man. And, you know, I was working in the hospital right right when um, fake implants uh oh! Yeah, when they discovered, you know, they they, they started they using Exploding and stuff. Started, no, when they yeah, that too. But when they first started in, in, in uh, putting them in, inserting them, and I'm like, man, that was just boobs, though, right? Like yeah, it was breasts. just boobs at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was long, oh yeah, long before. before they we, got uh, to the backside. Bu- yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right. But yeah, I was, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, i gonna squeeze. Oh, she's getting these done. I'm gonna squeeze her titties before they put
4: them in. You know, I was. <laughs> I'm I'm squeeze just, the pre right right, right. <laughs> yeah i'm squeezing a titty look at a nipple play with a nipple
1: you know you can't so, file a lawsuit yeah, on this right, one right right me right too. yeah
2: right
4: <laughs> i just had these two not me too <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> you know yeah
2: yeah uh,
0: man yeah, uh so. tony
2: could you bring those two and yourself to the hr department please hey i had
1: to go to the uh office for real though but it wasn't for that it was something close to it though um, this lady, unfortunately, uh, had to have uh, her, her leg amputated, knee down, because of uh, uh, diabetes, right? Mm-hmm. And they put that leg in two biohazardous bags and asked me to take it down to the lab, man. <laughs> and I was like, "You can't give me a leg and, that's, and expect for me to act right. Come on, man! It took me. You to walk around kicking the floor. Yeah! And I'm, like, hey, I'm I'm kicking it through the hospital. I'm walking, <laughs> man. I'm like, give me my I'll kick your ass. I'm swinging the bag, there, you know, the leg and. Man, making jokes and stuff. Look at man, putting my best foot forward. You know, just corny jokes <laughs> back then. You know, hey man, look, I've grown a foot since you last seen me. You know, just corny jokes. But man, oh man, I, I used to do some stupid stuff in there, man.
2: So that time that I featured for you after that uh, that Sunday was the last show. I drove back to Atlanta and I was on Tyler Perry's Studio doing some feature background work. And there was a girl there that was doing some other stuff. She's like Jamil Harley. And I was like, like, that always, even to this day when somebody recognized me and I don't know, I'd be like, who the hell are you? Like, right. I almost get offended because I'm like, are you working
4: for the FBI or something? Right, right. <laughs> are you-
2: but she was like, no, I was at in Chattanooga at y'all show. You and Tony Tony were amazing.
4: Wow, wow.
1: Well, how about that? I was like, wow. You never know, man. Yeah,
2: but speaking of that, how come you're not, have you done any acting lately?
1: Yeah. Uh, other than uh, the stage play um, called Head Over Heels. Head Over Heels. By an incredible uh, playwright called, her name is Lolita Snipes. She's an Atlanta native. Uh, and I've am i been with that production since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had a blast doing that. Stay, I love live theater anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it doesn't get any raw or more pure than live stage play. And I get to work on my acting chops. And I've worked with people... You know, from, from all over the industry and including people like Chandra Corelli. She played my wife. She's she's been in several Tyler Perry plays and movies.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean I had Trina Braxton, Tamika Scott, um uh, uh Jack K. Harry, man. Jack K. Sandra for just have you work with her? Yeah, man. She played my mother. Yeah, she played my mother one time and uh Q Parker, man. We I mean so many people, man. Um great uh actors and musicians and stuff, man. Uh that's been a lot of fun. We just closed like a couple of weeks ago, weekends ago. We were at the Riverside Epicenter, and um, yeah, that, that's where I met my lovely fiance. She's uh, she actually was a part of her first production. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Her first production was Good God Almighty. As and an she, actress? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's an actress. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Shut your mouth. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she go way further back with uh, Lolita than I do, but um, um yeah, man, I. I've done some stuff with Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in I Can Do Battle by myself. It was only an upgraded feature. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any lines. But me and my car, I had the car I was driving at the time. They put my car in it. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on my car's union. My car's union. I'm not. Uh, how's that? I was getting My my car's still getting residual checks. No, I'm kidding. But Don't no. throw that thing I, away. I know, I know, right? But no, uh, I did some stuff on uh, Meet the Browns and... Uh, Uh, You know, some, you know, I'm still building on my acting side. You know, I can act. It's just, I'm, you know, got a, I was out in LA grinding for a while and I was heading in that direction and I was getting more comedy stuff and sketch. I made it onto a sketch show that we shot the pilot and it got, you know, it it, 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 did. But still just that experience alone shooting a pilot, man, as one of the main cast members. Yeah. Like I was the, it was a mock, uh, uh, night, late was a mock late show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, Arsenio and Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. So uh it was called the latest with Elon Gold, and Elon Gold, uh, he was the main guy, and I auditioned with him. He has, to me, the best Jeff Goldblum out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he's known for doing, Jeff Goldblum. So his whole thing, he was interviewing, uh, uh, fake celebrity. It was like it was like it impersonators. Was like, yeah, it was impersonators doing those celebrity guests. Uh huh. So, but. I, outside of that cuz I did do some uh celebrities but outside of that I was his um, I was a disinterested uh band leader. You know how Jay Leno had uh Branford Marcellus and, uh-huh. and you know Johnny Carson had Doc Severus, you know band leaders. I was that guy, but mm. I was disinterested. Like, like do I what you really, do? I was just yeah, I was just there collecting checks. Uh-huh. you know you know how, he, how the host be like yeah so what do you think about that man and you know like that i'll be like huh i'll be doing something totally different you know, i'll be able to doing my doing my you know diversifying my portfolio uh yeah 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 you know doing some, yeah who got so, next
2: on this space table right
1: i right, be doing something <laughs> just totally different contrary to it but uh but yeah that it, we shot a, a, a pilot of that uh dennis Farina was part of that who you know he passed away in years, in recent years, but uh he Dennis was a part of yeah Dennis Farina. Is you that know No, 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 no. That's Lou Ferrigno. Man. Okay,
2: my bad. Terrible <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> you, the,
1: the Farina and Ferrigno—that what made you think of Lou For- Oh my god, you worse than my. I got some family members like that. You said something <laughs> remotely close. Oh yeah, that's uh no. <laughs> that was incredible Hulk. Was I should have went on said yeah, <laughs> yeah him, yeah.
4: <laughs> we
2: done killed the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs>
1: But man, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, I, I want to work on my get my acting back up. Um, as far as getting like some TV shows, movies, you know, I mean Atlanta. You know, for those people listening that that don't know, this is Marvel headquarters. Yeah. Like, 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 like. Look, I I'm a big kid at heart. Whenever I drive by the Porsche building off of seventy five, I get hyped.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I just saw Tony Stark. <laughs> Stark. You know, I'm like, oh, there. They, you know, like, oh. For. <laughs> Summon the Bifrost.
1: You know, I'm, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, people don't know that that's the Porsche building right there off of 75. And you looking like you don't know either. He don't know either. He doesn't know. He didn't know.
2: This is new to Jamil Harley. He had no idea either. So I know that the, um, the studio that, I don't know if they still do, but they had a contract with Marvel. It was out in, like, Union City. Okay. Because I was in the first Ant-Man. Oh, were you? They cut my scene out.
1: Oh, that's messed up. I it was was a right small be-
2: part. I was right behind Ti. T- the whole I. movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? I, I didn't speak. I was just right, 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 right. behind Ti. Right. Um. But start. I guess they, could- they couldn't have two light skinned dudes <laughs> in the same-, the
1: same. It was actually three because it was a- it
2: was a taller guy, light skinned that was next to me. <laughs> we
4: can't have nah. three light skinned. Nah, pretty- they might take this over. <laughs>
2: but no. So the portion Porsche- like the bars over there. <laughs> <laughs> introducing <laughs> <laughs> to the beat of the rhythm of the night <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> but now the the porsche little racetrack is the, start.
1: The, the, the porsche building over there in hateville right there off of 75 uh what street is that? i can't think of the name of the street but uh um, it's going towards
2: riverdale right it,
1: uh, not really it's right off of 75 you drive you can look at it it's, it's to the, the right yeah yeah of those buildings okay you've been to uptown over there it's right across the street from uptown. I know, yeah. It's if you go to uptown, it's right across the street. Like you look over there, there's the Porsche building. Those two buildings are used as Marvel headquarters in the MCU. Really? Yeah. They just kind of CGI, they CGI it the, the surroundings because uh-huh. the, the setting of it is in upstate New York. That's where it's located. Yeah. So they CGI that. But man, that's the Porsche building. Like if you I might Google, have to go check it when, out. When we're done here, you Google put um the Porsche building and MC or Marvel, put those two words together in the Google, and it's gonna pull up that that building. I'm gonna, gonna look that up. And where you see the the Porsche, where you see the Porsche emblem, mm-hmm. the big Porsche emblem, uh, in the movie, it has an A, the Avengers A in that place.
2: Wow. Yeah. Learn some new, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. In Atlanta, Tony Stark's lives in Atlanta. <laughs> even though didn't he get killed off this last one?
1: Uh, well, I don't wanna be. Well, it's hey, we beyond spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen Endgame, you know, sorry, but. Tony Stark don't make it. <laughs> he doesn't make it.
2: <laughs> so tell me this. I love you 3,000. So this is, when I was in stand-up comedy, that was one of the biggest things that I was, that I, I couldn't even focus on, focus on, was a relationship. Right. And you are engaged.
1: Yeah, are you- man. I, I, uh. hey, this is, uh, you know how it is, man. You know how it is being a stand-up comedian, especially if you're not a household name yet. You're still, yeah. you're still roughing it. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, A lot of us out there, we would rather as men have a nice, especially financial foundation, at least solid enough to where you can support a a, a relationship. But sometimes you will meet that woman that understands you. She comes from the same, you know, she has to do the same thing. yeah. And just we'll work it out, be a team, and we'll build together. Ah, when you meet that, you don't ever want to pass it up. You don't. So at first, I didn't think I was ever going to, you know, I was done. Yeah. I was trying to avoid it. I'm yeah. like, I ain't trying to be in these Like women. get off me. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to be in these women's faces, man. I'm broke, man. I'm broke. You know, I was trying to do it right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But boy, well, I got one now, boy. I, woo! Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Tony
0: totally Tone has finally met the one. Give me more applause. One more. And the crowd goes wild. Can you believe it? Celebration. Yes! No one can believe it. That was from across seas. People cheering across seas. That was from Africa. There, the whole globe is going wild over. Australia checks in. Everybody, the whole globe. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's, That's Mercury, a whole other planet. (laughs) <laughs> here comes an incoming from uranus no, no no we
2: don't want nothing from uranus nothing from uranus
3: because
2: uh. <laughs> you know from my experience like when the girls that i would deal with some of them, not all of them mm-hmm. they would see me on stage yeah and i would post a little snippets from being on television sets whatever and they think i made it
0: but right. so then I when you go when that. you go
2: pick them up in that beat up Ford Taurus where only one window halfway
5: works, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, right, right, right. This is
2: what you chose, baby. Right, right, right,
5: right. <laughs> but, I but, don't but, want but, you. But what about the, 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 the hey, that, this, that was temporary. <laughs> this is reality. Yeah. Yeah, right, and right. And you
2: know what? When I first got into stand-up comedy, I was like, ooh, I can't wait to get a hold of the groupies. Uh, oh, you really? You said that? I was 20-something. Okay, okay. Like, I got started in 04. I think I was 24, 25. Okay. And you know, I was like, ooh, I can't wait to get my hands on some groupies. But then as I got more mature, I was like, y'all need to get away from me.
1: Yeah, and anyway, and plus, you know, your, your level of groupies go up with your level. So that, yeah. at the open mic and, yeah. and beginner level, they be aunties. And, hey, young man, don't you want to come a and cigarette. tell me some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to come oh. and tell is that Wheezy Jefferson? <laughs>
0: hey, young man.
1: <laughs> is that ain't B over there? Oh, oh, oh. Oh man! Oh my God! They smell like white diamond perfume, and you know they got the old perfume bottle with the squeeze pump. Smell like history. Like you smell like gunpowder from a musket. You know? Yeah. That. Yeah. And then as you get famous, then the, the caliber of groupies get even nicer, right? Right. And uh, I, you know what, man? Honestly, I was, I was just, man, I was always, um, that was never my thing, man. Um, the whole groupie thing. I just wanted to get on stage. I, I probably. Missed out and, pat- and bypassed the groupie thing because I was just I was always a he was focused. I, yeah, I was focused. I was always a silly dude, just like like in school. Um, I, everybody knew me. They come up by my li- real last name, which is Llewellyn. Mm. Yeah, they go Llewellyn. That's I an was OG a, name right there. Right, I was just a, I was just a, a silly dude, not even realizing that that Keisha over in the corner was looking at me. I'm too uh-huh. busy being silly, so that was, and that translated into my stand-up career, and, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, uh, I just, you know, I don't want to get on stage, and, you know, whatever, hey, how you doing, I'm hugging, you know, all that kind of stuff, I didn't know, hey, sugar, all like, right, now, bye, right, 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 <laughs> yeah, so that was me, man, you know, and, um, but, you know, it, it, it's good to be focused like that, and then, of course, as time go on, then you, you know you 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 got some uh savvy and all that kind of stuff and then you're like ah, it would be nice to have somebody yeah. have on the road with me yeah. especially when on the road and that didn't always happen so i like i said I, i've been a road warrior for a long time too so now i got somebody that can travel with me you get your stuff together baby we on the road yeah right right get the rv <laughs> and the crowd goes
0: <laughs> wild Tolly Tone finally found a road companion, (laughs) and she's gorgeous. (laughs) Oh, pixie dust (laughs) all. A unicorn just (laughs) ran through the building. And she was butt naked on the (laughs) unicorn. This is over. She was naked. I'm out (laughs) of (laughs) here. I'm going where she going. Yeah, that's right.
2: (laughs) That's a beautiful thing. You know, uh, one time, J.B. Smooth had come in town, and he was playing the unicorn. Yo, yo. Yo. Go ahead, yo. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) That's right. Up in here. My brother, money under my brother, my brother. Yo. <laughs> J.B. Smooth Tongue, fatten him up. No, nah, I'm just playing. Uh, did he? Uh, nah. oh Because he, his tongue always getting away oh, when he does. yo, dug. yo. <laughs> but, but uh, you remember, um, what's that club that was off Hockenbridge Road? It was oh. inside of the little Man. Dave and Buster's type thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um funny farm? Funny farm. Funny farm, yeah. So he was headlining funny farm and Landry was uh hosting that show. Yeah. So I got in the show. <coughs> That's dope. That's a good line. And um I didn't perform, but I was able to get in. Oh. And um JB Smooth had brought his wife, mm-hmm. his new wife. And I'm still kinda young in the game and i and at first I was like, Why would he do that? Oh, bring his wife. Why would you bring your wife? <laughs> but then I think I went two <laughs> nights. Spa- you dirty, man. you just a dirty, you're old. No, <laughs> Bring your wife and all these ahead.
0: <laughs> 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 Cause back then that
2: was like, shoot, be a high roller, you know, right, flashy right. all Cause I was immature. Right, right, I got you. But then something clicked uh in my 30s when I was performing, and I was like, This is what JB was doing. Cause it get lonely out on that road. It does. It does. You man. you have a fire show that yeah. explosions and sparks and you go back to that hotel right, room, right, 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 right back to your room to Spectrum TV. Yep. You go back to your room and you hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. And you that's gotta it. force yourself to go to sleep get, either, or get drunk or something. Either that,
1: you hear either that, or you try to go to sleep. You hear the people next door. Uh, eh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 You're like oh god, now I gotta hear them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I gotta break out my lotion and act like I'm joining in. Smack her on the ass, Cliff. Well, yeah, yeah. I got, Now I gotta stick my ear to the wall so I can hear everything. And then and every now and then you hear a.
5: <laughs> wait a minute, is that a farm animal?
4: <laughs> oh, I think I'm. Were you in Alabama some
5: shit? Ding, 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 ding.
4: God, Dirty Darling, this is some good woolly ass right here.
0: Wooly <laughs> I'm good. Woolly Sheba Matt.
5: Meh. But you
2: know, I've made it I've told myself when I do get back to comedy, mm-hmm. I wanna have developed um, enough steam behind me to where I can be the director of my own yeah. you know what I mean yeah. path and stuff. So I don't yeah. have to sit up, hey boss, look at me. I'm funny, I'm good, everybody right. like me
1: really that's what that's where the, where the uh, real uh, respect and um, and power comes in leverage is you yeah. creating your own content yeah and because uh, really being in front of the camera or behind the mic and everything we're really like cattle yeah you know what I'm saying we just yeah you know there's, no matter how talented you are, until you get any kind of some kind of producing directing, writing leverage, you're just cattle. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, you do you go in the right direction. I might have to, you know, I'm still hyped about being in front of the camera. Maybe I can do both, but I may, you
2: know, I can do both. Yeah, you can do both. Yeah, And and I want you to work with me so we can do both. Yeah, we will, we will. And this this is this is the beginning right here. So tell me, this speaking of that, what do you think about? So to my knowledge, and I could be wrong. There's only one black owned comedy club, which is the J Spot, which I don't even know if it's open anymore.
1: No, it's more than that. There's more than that. Uh, you got Chuckles in Memphis
2: is that owned by a black person yeah, so
1: Prescott uh he's partners with I heard her, Mike about Ware yeah, Okay. Yeah. He's partners with Mike Ware um there's a it, I'm a, I'm I'm definitely going to acknowledge them cuz they deserve to be acknowledged but they they got to they got to I hope they build up but the uh it's called Private Eye or Jokers mm-hmm. in Augusta I do them uh all the time too That's black owned um it's a, it's, a, it's only it's only a handful I, I went down a list at one time cause you used to have a club in, in Chicago but, uh, Mary had that and that was that was black owned but You're it's talking cold. about jokes and notes jokes and notes yeah that been close I yeah, think. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, let's see like I said J-Spot ah oh, man there's something else I'm missing right now and I can't think of it but yeah it's not many it's not many so why do
2: owned. you think that though because we have way too many black famous right. comedians with money right. why well, do you think they don't Invest because what that ends up doing, it's leaving all the rich black talent to continue to beg people for time, right. stym- and they don't right. want us to get it no matter how funny right. you are. Right, right. They're like right. we're gonna give you a little something, but right. we can't let right. you come right. and take this over. Yeah,
1: we really could, we really could and should have our own man. Um uh you're right. We need Chris was doing that. Chris Tucker had it for a minute.
2: Yeah, he, what he, the old he, Uptown? Yeah,
1: on, no, no. Back when back when Uptown, this city was off the chain at one time for black stand-up comedy. Um he yeah, had Uptown, uh, which really wasn't fully black owned. A lot of people don't it's know. It's never that. been fully black-owned. Never, never, never hadn't. But uh, it just had names on it. But anyway, the original Uptown in Buckhead behind on Peachtree, behind Houston's back in the day, that was open. Chris, oh yeah, and Quake had Uptown Two out on Memorial Drive, mm-hmm. and Chris had his club in the Rio Mall. And how long you been here? Do you remember the Rio Mall?
2: <clears throat> okay, I got, I got here in 06 Okay, so the Rio
1: Mall, um, man, was right there at North Avenue and and Piedmont, I believe, somewhere in that area. It was definitely on North Avenue somewhere. Anyway, right there, man, he had his, he had his club open, and he 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 really had been trying to get reopened again, but he never did. Get reopened after mm-hmm. closing because a guy came in and bought that whole mall and turned it into the public and the Walgreens you see today. Okay, so he, they he bought that up. So, um, but like you say, man, he should have one, he should have another one. Uh, Cedric ought to have a lot of them should mm-hmm. have. I feel you know, maybe that's not something a business venture they want to do, uh, they don't want to babysit it, I don't know, but yeah, we should have a lot more prominent black owned clubs. And I really feel like, uh, I still want to bring back, um they can call it a chitlin circuit or whatever but it's an urban run that actually creative talent of the comedy zone they started that
3: mm-hmm. and i am
1: tell you that 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 run was two and a half weeks of straight work and as a new comic that was the best thing for your chops to be able to work two and a half weeks consecutively in different parts of the country that mean you had to step outside of your your box of the box of your city yeah you yeah. know the people that makes you grow mm-hmm. each time i came back from that run I was stronger, stronger. and stronger. And confidence was higher because you just finished banging it out in different cities and states. So um, um, it was a, a two and a half weeks worth of uh, urban runs. It was just uh, urban rooms. Mm-hmm. It's a collection of rooms in different cities.
2: Was it just the South, Southeast?
1: Mostly that. Yeah. Okay. It, it started in Richmond, Virginia. It Went okay. from Richmond to Norfolk. Norfolk to like Charlotte. Charlotte down to Charleston, Augusta, uh, uh, Macon. Uh, Memphis, uh, Atlanta, and I think that was it. But it just oh, it was a lot of it was a lot of work, man. So I really would like to see that again, and um, you know, and of course, mix some comedy clubs in that And you know, mm-hmm. just we need that back, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
2: And and there's there's space for it. And you know what I found out because <clears throat> I used to frequent the punchline, right? And I was cool with the managers, the bu- the bouncers, the the. the the bar, Backwards the old, bartender back in his old spot, yeah, on yeah. Hildebrand. Yeah, Hildebrand. Yeah. And so I noticed trends, and I could be wrong because I don't have the physical statistics, but just off of my my what Is I it, saw, yeah. During the recession, black people saved stand up comedy.
1: Yeah, we still save those rooms. We, we say, keep those rooms alive. We man. keep
2: those. Listen, <clears throat> I f- I featured up in uh, Chicago at Zany's one year It was a week. And I forget the the woman that I featured for. She was her big um, her big um acclaim was she on a Chelsea Lately show. She was performing in Chicago. She was okay. Um this one night, it was a Saturday. The last show, it was a show where it was mainly black people. Uh-huh. The whole weekend, it was cool. You know, people were just having, we was having a good time. It was diverse, or it was mainly white and a little sprinkle of. Others in there, other us, other people in there. Right. And but this particular night, it was all black people from South Carolina uh-huh. because they had come up for a Kirby convention, the wow. vacuum. Wow. really? And they was ready to get it on. <clears throat> now, to what you were saying about when you're doing a lot of travel, you sparking that confidence and you really getting in your bag. I saw it was room full of black people. And I was like, now I can really show out. Yeah. Because these people are going to get every last one of my jokes with the music selections. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the musical jokes all and the, references, the yeah. church references and all right. this stuff. They're going to get it, right? Like a hundred percent. It was packed. So, the host went up. He did decent. He did good. Um, they, then they had an opener. He didn't really do too good. Right. I went to the bar, took a shot of a uh, Patron, <laughs> got to it. Right. Bang, 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 bang. Standing up. Wow. I get off. I go back up to the to the spot. The headliner woman that was up there, she didn't do good at all. She <laughs> like, blamed on the audience. Of course.
5: It's too <coughs> dark out there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they got rowdy. Things, some people got put out or whatever. But after the show, they was like, oh, you did an amazing job, amazing job. So then I went back into the club, and the bartender was like, I've never seen this before. We sold out of all the Hennessy. Mm-hmm and all the chicken wings.
1: Chicken wings. I don't even gonna say chicken.
2: <laughs> now, chicken in hand. when I parallel that to when like Maz Jobrani in the punchline or these other mm-hmm. like cultures come to the, the punchline or these other clubs to see their, their specific comic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they don't spend money. And they don't spend money because they're financially mature. Right. They're, right. they're, they're aware of their spending right, habits so right, right. they're gonna go and get the one item, two item minimum yeah, right, and that's right. it. That's it. But when we go out, it's an experience. Yeah, we enough for YOLO. Yeah, YOLO. <laughs> we might get killed tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you yeah. know, you suffering one. from depression or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, And so when I go around to these clubs and they make it their business not to bring in black comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I've heard this one particular manager here in Atlanta say that she thinks, out of her opinion, black comics are funnier than white comics. Yeah. But they never book black comics. Right. Right. But when they book black comics, they make all kinds of money. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm sitting back and I'm like, where are all these rich black comics?
1: Yeah, yep.
2: For one, you leaving money on the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep.
2: And not only that,
1: <clears throat> we need you. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. I'm not surprised though. I'm not surprised. We we never seem to. No, look. look now I'm not, I don't never hold anybody. Like, you got to give it back. I right, right, right. No, but but it would be nice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, if if because uh, yeah, like, they're not obligated, but it would be nice. You know, I'm sure if they were in our shoes, they were yeah. like they would feel the same yeah. way. But it's like they got theirs, and like oh, yeah. the rest of you niggas on your own. Yeah. Um. 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 I feel the same way, and yeah, we keep the black. People, period. We keep really keep this country. Going. We keep
2: everything, everything
1: going. going. But in when it, in terms of the comedy though, even out in L.A., the biggest nights at the at the improv and Chocolate at the comedy Sunday. store and at the Laugh Factory, Chocolate Sunday. It used to be Fat Tuesday when Guy Tori had it, mm-hmm. and I think they, they it may still be. I think uh, oh, what's her name, man? I'm looking dead at her. I used to do her night
2: at the comedy she, she store. Had, yeah, I up, know you're up talking up about in the
1: belly room. Yeah, um, ah, in the attic. Yeah, 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 yeah. All um, that
2: asbestos.
1: Right. I can't yeah, right. I can't think of her name. I'm looking dead at her. She was cool as heck too. Yeah, she cool. Uh yeah. And then uh the improv, even when Spike was there and D Ray is still there. They still they still you know, we we keep those rooms going. Go to go on a regular night. It'd be barely you know, it'd be they, light. It'd they, be real light. Yeah. Be real light, man. And, and 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 man, they know that too, man. We keep them alive and they don't wanna use us. Yeah. So I I'm, went- I'm starting to pull away from that. I mean, other than a few clubs like the Stardome, you know, Bruce Ayers, one of the best. Owners. He's probably,
2: yeah, the best owner Only, that I've ever met. Ever club met owner
1: in America. Anybody, everybody. Nobody had nothing bad to say about Bruce nah. man. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, buddy, we'll get you on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tony, we got to, I'll call you. We're going to get you back in here, buddy. <laughs> That's how he talks. Very nice. Him and his wife, Chi Chi, great family. Yeah. Man.
2: He I, saw I, my set once, man, and I didn't know who he was. And again, I was young. Yeah. I went to. That little open mic competition. You thought it was Phil Donahue. (laughs) It was just Phil Donahue. Yeah, he's soft-spoken with the white hair. hair. (laughs) He's like a car salesman or something.
1: Hey, buddy, I want to sell you a (laughs) dream.
2: So (laughs) I did my set, and I killed that day. I didn't win the competition because competitions are more political. It don't matter how good you are. They they want who they want to win. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it was the first time I went. I did good. I didn't win, and I didn't know I didn't win at this time because I was arrogant. Mm. In my mind, I won. You were arrogant,
1: man? You never struck me as that.
2: I'm not so here's what I've been told no a, a lot and yeah. that I'm not good enough a lot right that when I show out I'm like y'all can all kiss my ass cuz I just showed you <laughs> right right and right. so in the comedy business I see I think that these these people that book people book the clubs they constantly telling you you ain't good enough so you psychologically can keep trying to prove to them right. that you are right. it's a, it's a game mm-hmm. so anyway at the uh at the at the Stardome and the open mic, I killed it, did my thing, and I'm in the back. Like, you know, you got the radio booth, the mm-hmm. little DJ booth right there, yeah. and you got the back um, little hallway. Yeah. And he said, hey, man, that was a good set. And I was like, right on. I didn't know who he was. Oh. I was like, right on. And just kept moving. Wow. Well, he won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that asshole. <laughs> But I wasn't an asshole no, to no, him. No, 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 I okay. just didn't know who he was. So all I was right. like, right on. Thank you. And just kept moving. When I should have been like, oh, hey, by the way.
1: Yeah, you didn't have a tap dance. We're like, hey, hey, thank you so much. Yeah. Bro. Hopefully I can. you know, Yeah.
2: And yeah. I learned that after all. And, and here's the thing, Tony. I come from Irvington, Indianapolis. That used to be the headquarters of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. being called right.
1: a just when I thought it was a whole country. All right. Go yeah,
2: ahead. No. So <laughs> as a kid, the trauma behind being called a nigger, yeah, like regularly, that built up some type of. Dad, you heard that on the regular? On well, the regular. You'd be walking up the street, going to the barber college, getting, hey, nigger. Really? And you like 12 years old. Irvington,
4: Irvington Indiana. Yeah.
2: Know. Irvington, Indiana. So <clears throat> I have like anxiety issues sometimes wow. because of the trauma that I've, I've had since a child. Dang. and um so and and being in alabama too just the stigma that yeah. alabama holds i'm like hey yeah. thank you i'm gonna get on away from you i don't yeah. know who
1: you are it makes it so bad man birmingham is i actually like birmingham man.
2: birmingham's that's cool, cool. that's a
1: cool little city they got man. a
2: gang of barbecue spots
1: oh yeah 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 i mean you know they
2: don't compete with memphis though, but but they do have barbecue yeah you know? I w- <laughs> when i was when i was going through there a lot i was uh, a vegan oh yeah and so I would get there and couldn't find nothing to eat. I'd yeah. have to go to Chipotle and get a. Get to go out into a yard and graze. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, the last time I was there, that's when I ran into you, uh, and, uh, well, no, not the last time, the second to the last time. Remember, we was in the same hotel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, what were we
1: doing? What was I
2: doing? You was doing a play. Oh, wow. You was doing a play, and I was hosting, and I would I was drive head over heels. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Bruce is a is a is a great dude. But great yeah. owner, man. One of the few. Yeah, Probably one you of know the what I'm
1: few. Saying? Um, yeah, yeah. Because other than that, man, it's most of them they don't want to they don't want to use you, man. It's it's just it's just crazy, man.
2: And you and I found myself complaining. I was like, wait a minute, I am the commodity. Yeah, I don't need you to sell my services ludicrous and masterpiece so they mixed te- they cds out their trunk they didn't have to get it into the cd store right, to right. to be a a thing so yeah. and that's why you got everything you see now because yeah. it's like i can be a one-man show yeah you know what i mean but yeah, um it's true man yep. yeah i often i, I want to i often ask like older comics like why don't we have anything. Cause we have the money. It's not like we don't. And we have the intelligence to do it for ourselves. Right. You, Yes. Yeah, a good question too,
1: man. And, uh, I man, we might need to bring that to the table, bring it out more, that question up and be like, yo, you know, why don't we have our own, you know, I mean, it's easier than getting our own uh, TV station.
2: Yeah,
3: because
1: BT has definitely not never been black owned. Viacom is always owned BT.
2: No, Bob Johnson used to own. Oh, Bob Johnson. Yeah,
1: Bob Johnson. That's right, that's right, right. But now Viacom got it, so we don't have nothing black no more.
2: Yeah, and that's straight trash. It's garbage. Man. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> watched BT in so
1: long, man. No. Honest man, I don't even know what's on there anymore,
2: man. Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you. One time I was in the, I was shopping for cable. I was like, man, who do I? Want? I don't want cable. That's before the internet was really popping. Right, right. But then I was like, I don't want to give BET a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, Even I, though they do have uh one or two like the new edition program was dope. Oh, that was that was on BT. That it? was BT. That was great. That, that was great. That was great. But they they commercial
1: things to death on there. Yeah, they com- it's like. It's really messed up, man. It's almost like the show that you're watching is the commercial. Yeah, it ain't you never commercial. the commercial station, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to the commercial station. And now an interruption from New Edition. We know you black folks
2: buy a lot of shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> We're going to commercial you today. Here's buy another this. another Jordan commercial. Go <laughs> <laughs> get these Nikes, nigga. <laughs> because you won't stop buying them anyway. <laughs> Tired of standing in line?
2: <laughs> That's so would, it, would you ever see yourself like... Being a manager to an up and coming comedian, or a mentor, or even teach the cla- uh comedy classes.
1: I can see the latter to the uh, mentor and um, and uh, maybe some classes, you mm. know. Uh, but managing someone, I mean, ah, that'd be a man. That would that would be kind of a, that'd be a heck of a leap. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I'll never say never, but definitely a mentor mm-hmm. and. Uh, You know, I'm putting on a class or something. I need to Mm -hmm. do that now, actually. But um,
2: Yeah, you do. Because, you know, in Atlanta, I haven't been on the scene in a lot. But there's a lot of people giving classes that don't even tour.
1: Right, right, right. And And that's what's so hard about me, for me to commit to that. Because you tour. I'm always touring. That's the problem. I'm always gone. I couldn't commit. That's why I'm not a trainer, too. People ask me to train. But you know what?
2: You got the internet. You can train online, and you can do a class. I know... Uh, shout out to, uh, my home girl, Monique, uh, fit Wild Brown. I think I said that right. She does online, uh, really? you know, training.
1: Um, like, she a comedian?
2: no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. No, she's just into health like that. So, okay. She has virtual. Yeah. I see, training I see plenty of people
1: doing that. I see yeah. plenty of people doing that too, man. So, uh, you can put on
2: online classes, have people pay to, to get access to the classes and you have. Videos that you shoot in the hotel, yeah, and you just give them, you know, the formula, right, right, set up, set up, punch,
1: yeah, yeah. My and my formula starts, man, verbally, man. It starts mentally first. That's because that's where, it, that's where the real success lies. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do all the. I can show you all the extravagant exercises and all kinds of uh, uh, nutrition. And if you don't have the uh, consistency, yeah, if you don't discipline. have the discipline, yeah intensity focus patience yeah. patience is big because if because people lack patience that's what gives plastic surgery and and implants and all this stuff that's what yeah. gives them fuel yeah it's our lack of patience yeah if you we have patience you, yeah if you if you if you have patience you ain't trying to do all that yeah i'll build it in the gym yeah it'll last longer yeah no adverse effect a- yeah. effects you know you won't look dumb when you get old yeah you old, you 90 years old, but you got a 10-year-old a, a ass. You, <laughs> know? <laughs> you, know, you know, you got know. these people
2: selling teas and, yeah. and shrink wraps. And yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's just good. Nothing beats good hard work. Now, some of the little stuff you can wear is, is not bad, like the little belt that helps you sweat a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you start doing having your body cut on and yeah. inserted and... and, and, and And a few other things like um, the the steroids, all that stuff like that. You know, it's just like, okay, now you're hurting yourself. Yeah. But uh, good old hard work. But everything, everything as far as fitness, every program works. All of it works. But none of of it works if you don't have the consistency, consistency, discipline, intensity, focus, and patience. You know what I'm saying? Because if
2: you got that, you can... You can actually do whatever method that you want and it's going to work. And it's going to work. As long you as, know? as you have
1: those ingredients. Yeah. yeah i would be telling my family members that. I say, if you don't have that, none of it's going to work. None of it's going to work. Especially the consistency. People always lack that. Yeah. I'm tired today. I'll do it tomorrow. And it's like now you're not seeing any results because yeah. you keep, you know, but, and that's pretty much uh, <laughs> uh, applicable to, to life, man. Yeah. You know, but, uh, definitely. But uh, yeah, man, Um, uh, I could see myself doing that. I mean, look, I, I'm at an age now where, You know, I'm not going to... Now I can... I've gone from being a high school student to being a teacher now. Yeah. You know, but... Who can still work and and, and put up numbers. Right, right, right. And, um... You know, I'm looking at different roles. It's like, you know, hey, I mean, that's all right though. As long as Morgan Freeman getting roles, <laughs> I can still get some roles. He I can't mean, play you st- every old man. You still
2: look like you are in your early 30s though. Hey, thanks, man. Late thanks. 20s. Uh, I would say late 20s, but you no. got salt and pepper like me. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: man. <laughs> oh, late 20s. That's really reaching right there. I, nah, I, you can
2: do that, man. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. All right. Don't get me started. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like Ralph Macchio. You know, Ralph <laughs> Macchio was 35 in the first Karate Kid. He, he was that. At, <laughs> no, nah, he was close though. He was old. Playing a high school uh, student. He look like he's about 15. You know, he looked he look weird anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you see him now, he looked kind of like younger. He looks much younger than what he was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when he was like, they say he was like in his in his late 20s. Wow. They say he was in his late 20s when he played uh, in the first Karate He looked kid. super young. He looked super young. Yeah. But so that's that's why people be like,
4: man, what happened to such and such? They got, they got old. They look bad
2: now. They mm. were old when they blew up. A lot, yeah. people, a lot of people were old when they blew up. You Most people are. Yeah. M&M didn't catch a break till he was 40. Ronnie Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield was like in his, he was 55.
0: Oh, I tell you, what a crowd.
2: <laughs> oh, I tell you. I tell you, what a long time, I tell you. <laughs> I was 55, got my first break. And you know Morgan Freeman just got on when he was 75,
4: so.
1: Now, I've been old a very long time. <laughs> I was born 65. I had a job. I shaved. Regularly. I, in fact, my ultrasound, I was working. <laughs> I was, you was working in your ultrasound? <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. Hand I had, cut. I, I had just clocked in, <laughs> and I heard someone take a picture.
2: So tell me this, Tony. What would you like your legacy to be? Like when, when it's time for you to retire?
1: You
4: know, ask a real
2: question and, to me. <laughs> I mean, because this is something we got to think about. Mm -hmm. we should be anyway. Oh, man. Wow, you... Woo! I'm Casey Kasem, and we'll be back (laughs) after these commercials. Well, you know
1: what? Let's take a quick break,
2: because I got to... Oh, wait
1: a minute. This has been the first break? I mean, the first... uh, Woo! This is a long stop set, Jack. Yeah, I I got (laughs) to reset
2: the camera. We're going to take a quick break. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to introduce the world to uh, my latest and greatest hit single, ladies and gentlemen. From Eddie Murphy's, uh, from Eddie Murphy CD, party all the time. No, I'm just playing. My girl <laughs> wants
4: to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Hey.
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? I really like that song. People didn't like it.
4: I
1: know. I should jam off of it too, man.
2: But we gonna go ahead and take a right, uh, here we go a break after, ladies and gentlemen, introducing
1: Heat Up Three, Jamil Harley's first. Single. You're listening to the
4: quiet storm. Let's
2: get away, mystery lady. I know the world is going crazy. I can see you having my baby. Let's get away. Let's get away, mystery lady. I know the world is going crazy. I can see you having my baby, let's get away, I'ma keep it G, get them passports stamped on me, we can fly to Mozambique, fly high just to be free, let's roll a little tree, the shop is free with you and me, Yeah, black designer on my feet, black designer on my feet, Let's get away, Mr. Related. I know the world is going crazy. I can see you having my baby. Let's get away. Let's get away, Mr. Related. I know the world is going crazy. I can see you having my baby. Let's get away. Let's get away go and grab your big bag leave your stuffy job i know they'll be big mad. all the attitudes you facing we can skip past catch a couple flights feelings they can keep that i put the blue faces up to get the beach pad sipping pina colada ayo my chick bad ain't no dollar amount for me she can't have we catch the red eye whenever we need to Let's switch get back. away mystery lady i know the world is going crazy oh i can see you having my baby let's get away it's all good let's get away mystery lady oh I know the world is going crazy baby, baby. Oh, I can see you having my baby let's get away oh yeah
1: uh uh listen to this podcast <laughs> in the city with outcasts uh check it and it won't last uh if you it come, uh, whatever. I, <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Bars is back. Bars. That's good, man. This is a scene,
2: And dude. the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out this uh, this mixer. That's good, man. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was good, man. Yeah. So we're going to, uh, before you uh, tell us about your legacy, we're oh. making a call to... Um, one of my good friends, uh, stand-up comic out of Cleveland, Ohio. Where I was born. You was born in Cleveland? St. Luke's Hospital, 1971. Oh. Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga County. Got it being known. And uh, matter of fact, Mike's going to talk to you in one of his characters. Uh, and you jump in one of your characters talk okay. about these elections, see what's okay. going on. Putting together an impromptu uh, skit. I see you, Jamil. (laughs) Hey Mike, you there? Yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother?
3: I'm good, man. Who was born in Cleveland?
1: I was. Tony Tone, Cleveland, Ohio. Saint Luke's Hospital, nineteen seventy one.
3: That's crazy. I'm old man. That the
1: hospital been torn down. (laughs) Oh
3: yeah, 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 definitely. That's where I was born. Oh, you? you
1: were born in Saint Luke's? Yes, sir. Nice, nice. I mean you look I mean you close to my age then.
3: Would they close St. Luke's or something? Huh? They close St. Close. Luke's? They tore that down, man. Yeah, that's that tore down, bro. Yeah. Oh. Well,
2: they, look, look, Mike, uh, can you put one of your guys on the phone to go uh, to tell Tony Tone about these elections, man?
3: Sure. Definitely.
2: <laughs> Who are we going to talk to? You can
3: talk to Tracy or Idris. Either
2: one. Let's talk to Tracy first, and then you put Idris on. He actually, he actually went to go get Tracy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know Tracy extra. He need a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <we> want to come.
0: <laughs> Hello. There we go.
2: What's good, We're Tracy? Good.
1: What's good, baby, Tracy Morgan? Tracy's in the building. What's, going, what's good? we good. Man, it's been a long time, Tracy. You know, Brooklyn based,
3: baby, do or die. <laughs>
1: Tracy, man, you know, you've been been in the game for a long time, man. You and I first met back in the day in New York, back when you just signed with the Uptown Comedy Club right there on 125th in Harlem. And uh, being that you've been around for a long time, you qualify as a legend. So we have yeah. a legend here that would like to converse with you, man. We he, He's speaking. He's going to be speaking to you from the upper room, of course, because uh, his time has come and gone. But his spirit is still here. And he wants... He went, hold
4: on, for, let me let me go get him. Hold on, let me, let me wake him up.
0: Wake
4: up. Uh, who's this? Uh, this is uh, Red Fox, uh, Fred G. Sanford. Uh, who, who in the hell is Tracy Morgan? I don't know who I am. Oh, wait a minute. I'm a legend uh, out in this street, man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I remember now, uh, Tracy Morgan uh, used to have the, uh, uh, the propeller hat on, uh, that hat with the propeller on it. Well, I did that like twenty-five years ago on
3: that comedy jam, man. Well,
4: well, I died uh, before that. Uh, rest of the stuff happened. That's all I remember. You big dummy? <laughs> what well, am calling a dummy, man? Well, I'm just saying. Um, I was having fun with you. you. Know you know. I don't mean no harm. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, uh, Tracy. Uh, what you doing now? Uh, I'm pretty sure um, uh, you're not shopping at Walmart uh, these days, are you? No, not after they hit me with that damn truck. Wait a minute. Uh, You got hit by a truck? Oh, yeah, I got hit by a truck, man. I started walking funny. I don't remember shit. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, You was already walking funny. I thought maybe it would have made you walk straight.
3: Well, it did kind of help a little bit.
4: Oh, that's good. Uh, Well, uh, good to see you uh, uh, still here with us. Uh, What what comedy club will you be working uh, next? Uh, And and when you do work, uh, can I open for you? Because I need some more work. Um, You know, ever since I came back from the upper room, uh, the IRS was there waiting for me, and I still owe them money. Well, that sounds like a new problem.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm not working. I'm not working no clubs, man. I
4: got a show now. You ain't seen my show, the last OG. Oh wait a they minute! They got cable up. They got cable up there in heaven. Wait a minute, that's your show? Uh, I auditioned for that show, and they—they they told me I didn't get it. Uh, I tell you what, I'm gonna give you five reasons uh, why they should've gave me that show. That's one, two, three, four, and five. As in five of these across your lips, they should've hired me for that show. Uh that's right. Uh matter of fact, I got somebody else here. Uh Tracy, uh they they're a big fan of yours and one of your uh fellow uh comedians. Uh, let me get him on the phone. How you doing? How you doing? Who's this? It's Bernie. It's Bernie. Bernie, what's up, man? Now I'm tell you something. I'm tired. Sick of tired. Up in this, up in motherfucking heaven, man. Let me tell you something. It ain't worth a crack it out the beat. It ain't worth a crack it out
1: the be i mean, up here, it's quiet, too quiet up here. I need to come down there and hang out with you, Tracy.
4: What hey are going to do? Come on down, man. Come on. We well, got room, buddy. Well, I'm coming down there right away. I'm telling you right now.
1: I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You don't know. You don't understand. You don't understand. T- <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
2: Hey man, we could do this all day. No, hey Mike, now no,
5: wait a minute, now Uh-oh. Tracy, Tracy, this is Cat. Now I'm still here, right here on the earth, and I'm i have been waiting, I've been trying to catch up with you for the longest. I don't understand why you've been running around and you're trying to avoid me. It ain't like you owe me money or nothing. What's going on, Tracy? I don't know, man.
3: Where the hell Cat come from? Where did you come
5: from? Cat, <laughs> uh, Cat has been here the whole time. Why are you sounding all? You know, on- but- he sounding all I thought nervous now? you was now. locked up, man. Uh, no, I. Thought I you was in lo- well, I no? am. I am locked up, but I got special privileges. I got a good friend of mine to bring me a burner phone, and I'm talking right now. So better make it fast, cause they starting to come down into my cell.
3: <laughs> well, I'm glad you out, man. I thought you was inside getting your hair braided by some dude named Pump. Well, I, now
5: I don't get braids, and I know you're trying to be funny. goddammit. it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I get perms, not braids, goddammit. I'm about to come to Cleveland right now. I'm coming up there to Cleveland right away. I'm flying the there for tomorrow.
2: (laughs) Uh, Hey, Mike, give us your your social media handle, brother.
3: Uh, It's at Comedian Mike Head. That's the Instagram. And uh, you go to my fan page, at Mike Head Funny on Facebook. Facebook fan page. Yes, sir.
2: You got any shows coming up?
3: Uh what am I doing? I'm doing the funny farm here in Youngtown this weekend coming up. Hey man, we gotta
1: um, we gotta connect, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, run down your stuff and I'm I'm gonna get back with you on that. Go ahead, go ahead.
3: Um, I'ma be oh the I'ma be actually out. Uh, Richmond, Virginia, Funny Bone. Oh yeah, the Funny um, Bone. March 26th through the 29th. <laughs> the third.
2: Stun on us real quick, Mike.
3: You said what now? I
2: said, stun on us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Syracuse, New York, Funny Bone, uh, April 7th through April 10th.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Hey, I, uh, I'm surprised we haven't crossed paths, man, because I've uh, I've done some stuff. I've done, you know, uh, Kent Adams. I've done some of his rooms in recent times, and uh, oh really? Yeah, I've done his run at least twice, man. You know, you know. I know you know about his skeets and cavantes and out there. Mm-hmm. What's what's the room out yeah. there? Uh, out there in Maple Heights, man. Uh, uh, not uh, darn it. Uh, the banquet hall. Oh, Mediterranean, yeah. the Mediterranean, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah he just yeah. called me recently, like a couple of days ago, and asked me if I was available. I, I wasn't, but I mean, we got to catch up next time. I still got family there, so I'm still, I still come up there all the time. So, really? okay. yeah, so, uh but yeah, of course, I want to do, you know, I mean, I, re, I, I enjoy doing Ken's room. It's work, but I, I, you know, me, I want to do the real stuff, like uh the, the funny bones, and uh I did a spot of hilarities, but I guess I wasn't their brand of humor. I, a little different Hilarities downtown. I, you know, um uh you know what I'm talking about,
3: Hilarities? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, I, I they, cut my teeth in there, too. I still, you know, go in there yeah, they try to work on some material.
1: They directed me to the improv. You ever done the improv? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, we so, don't like yeah, the time here, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, a bit too yeah, urban here.
3: <laughs> they, they will do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we'll do that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and the Youngstown, I got, a, I got one, one of my my brothers and his wife. They live in uh Youngstown. I like they get the Youngstown too, man. So, uh yeah, so we we got to chop it
2: up, man. We we're all on the podcast yeah, sure. talking. <laughs> we, I make sure I get y'all connected, man. Yeah, Mike's yeah. a good dude, man. I met that I met uh Mike out at a, a at a comedy festival we was in in the land. Yeah, land. Thanks for calling in, Mike.
1: Yes, sir. Right, man. man Anytime, good man. Good yes. meeting you man. Yeah, we, yeah. We gotta do some stuff together, man. That was fun. <laughs>
3: definitely. Definitely, man. We gotta link up, man. Uh, you For know, sure. Bill got my information, so give him my number or whatever. Text All right. you know, so we so we can link up, man. Sounds no good. Doubt, Sounds no good. doubt. Be safe, man. All right. Bro. All right. Yeah.
2: All right. So back to the last question. I know it's getting right. late. Yeah. Legacy.
1: Legacy, man. That's uh man, I I've have I've really given that any real thought. I think I'm still in the midst of reaching that point of like what my legacy would be, man. Cause right now I'm just,
2: what do you want it to be though?
1: What I want it to be. That's fun. It's, it's like, I want my legacy to be, That that is a, man, darn good question. And a tough one, because tougher than what I figured it would be. I never really, you mm, would ask me that in front of my fiance. Now she's like, yeah, what is your legacy going to be? Uh, man, uh, just, a. Yeah, Cause what what is it, you know legacy? what it is, man? You know why it's so hard for me? Because I am, um, I got, I got talent in so many things. Mm-hmm. It, well, Stand-up is probably my number entertaining, but, you know, it's like my whole training, well, you know, fitness and stuff.
2: Because a like, lot of people don't know that you're a boxer. Yeah. Uh, that you'll whoop some ass. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 clear that up first. Let's. Clear. I mean, you yeah. ain't gonna fight no um, main event, uh, right? Right.
1: Right. You yeah. whoop somebody ass. I have boxing abilities. I, I'm just short of being uh, having official fight. Yeah. You make it seem like
2: man, you a boxer, man. You used to fight Holyfield and hey, no. Man, no. <laughs> if we was ever out, you remember what happened with Steve Brown?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: If
2: I was ever out with you, and that happened, I'd be like, "Hey, Tony Tonga whoop your ass! <laughs> you keep fucking around. You're, throw me in the fire." <laughs> but ding, yeah,
1: ding, ding. I, yeah, I have hands. I box, and uh, yeah, I, I box. Uh, I'm into fitness, um, acting, Mm -hmm. and just just a positive. My legacy, man, I'm I'm still working on it. It's like uh, a great role model. um, Man, man, I can't even give you a definitive, solid, clear-cut answer on that right now. I got to give that some thought, man. Mm. I mean, that's that's deep because a legacy is like, yeah.
2: That's, that's here that's when you're not here. Yeah, here
1: when I'm not here. So, you know, I have I have a uh, three
2: legacies. I have mm. a
1: daughter and two sons. Mhm. Yeah. So I know
2: you had two uh, three kids. I knew you had one. Yeah. I know you had three.
4: Well, yeah.
1: blendish family.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Slow moment.
2: Yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's alright. That's all right, That's all, right. all right No,
0: you
1: didn't know. You didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You gotta hit
2: that. <laughs> boom 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 boom. <laughs>
1: there we go. <laughs> yeah there it is there, there yeah oh you got the jamaica you got the jamaica bam. <laughs> <laughs> boy they hit that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like man if you don't hit that if you stop man. hitting that no, anyway but no um yeah now, so far those are my legacies
2: mm-hmm.
1: all right so um outside of that I'm still still under construction.
2: Under construction. Still under construction. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, Next I'm time, sorry, we, I couldn't
1: give you. A, that's all right. I'm saying I've I been around long enough. I feel to be having to, to think about a legacy yet. I, I got I got a long way to go. I mean,
2: I'm I'm hitting the century. I don't know about the rest of these people. Right? You're probably closer than what you think, man. Because uh-huh. you've influenced me on a lot of stuff. Really? Yeah, man. Thanks, man. I don't I think you realize the influence you had once, once, oh. especially once we connected. I, I didn't. I
1: really didn't, man. I'm just, you know, I. I'm starting to hear that a little bit more now mm-hmm. and um, you know I'm I'm a little behind on in certain areas mm-hmm. and, and uh it's starting to I'm starting to grasp it now you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. it's like wow I didn't know I didn't know the the, the magnitude of certain mm-hmm. things so I'm still kind of like wow because I'm a kid at heart man it ain't mm-hmm. a lot to you man i I did not want to grow up mm-hmm. I did not want to grow up man but I'm like you know what Especially in recent times, where I said, I got to go ahead and grow up, man. <laughs> I was enjoying being a kid, man. That's what helped me That's what helped me stay and look youthful, man. Yeah. It was my just, oh, but now I'm about to go and embrace some more wrinkles and hair and stress. No, I'm, I'm joking, man. No, but just, yeah, I'm, I got to grow up, man. Yeah, I got to yeah. grow up. So I was too busy trying to, I was cruising through the first 50 years of my life. I mean, I'm only 48, but still, my first half of my life, I was cruising. I was, ah, recess reset <laughs> but now i see my last 50 is gonna be some work
2: yeah and i'm cool with it well you know, man listen you've from what i can see you're doing a great job man thanks, and man. um i can say from from the influence that you left with me that you not left because you ain't gone nowhere, but right. that I have from yeah, you, don't, man. Don't, don't kill me <laughs> off. He can kill me. He can kill me off. This is some
1: Illuminati stuff. need to get up out of here. Take the shot. He, take yeah, the yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoke, he's speaking to me in past <laughs> tense. That's the hit right there, man. You were such a great person when I first met you,
2: man. And then you know you left here, and then I'm too man. bad you had to go. What? I'm, what? I'm still here. <laughs> right. No, but so tell the tell the people what your social media. He is.
1: Uh my social movie. media handle. Um if you're on Black Planet, um, uh oh, watch out now. Uh, <laughs> come
2: get him, wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh farmers only
0: Uh-oh. uh Uh-oh. <laughs> take the <laughs> shot. <laughs> I know <laughs> 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 silencer, man. <laughs> hey,
1: Instagram, Instagram uh is comedian Tony Tone. That's uh comedian T-O-N-E. I mean T-O-N-Y-T-O-N-E, Comedian Tony Tone. Uh, I, have, I do have a, a, a fan page on Facebook under comedian Tony Tone and uh, my, my main Facebook page is actually t- uh, Tony Llewellyn. they made me use my you know Facebook Your government name. my government yeah. name so Tony Llewellyn but uh, that space is very very uh, scarce so get in where you can fit in but you can go to my main uh, fan, pa- fan page on Facebook comedian Tony Tone, Instagram comedian Tony Tone, Twitter at tone the comic. I mm. told the comic on Twitter. I gotta get back, get back on Twitter. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I have not. I, Your I last you. tweet was in 2017. Man, what, <laughs> man? My tweets. My tweet still say, "All right, congratulations, President Obama, first black president." That's my last tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> my last tweet is, "Have y'all seen School Days?" <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne is the truth, Jack. Yeah. No, my last tweet is, "They kill cornbread." You don't get that. See, that's... You young. You I young. know that's... Was that uh, Schoolie High? No, no. That was that was uh, corn Cornbread, Earl, and Me. That was the name of the movie? That was the name of the movie. Cornbread, Earl, and Me. Cornbread was played by... He was one of the early uh, 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 professional sports players that went, that did movies, that was in movies. Mm. I, he might, I think he was only in that one movie, but he was in it. Jamal Wilkes. I'm going to have to look that up. Jamal Wilkes played for the Lakers... He uh he was he was cornbread. Guess who was a little kid that said they killed cornbread? Who? Lawrence. He was Larry Fishburne then, but it was Lawrence Fishburne, a young young Lawrence Fishburne.
2: Lawrence Fishburne was acting as a kid.
1: Yep. 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 See, I know I feel old now. Man, I, f- I feel like I need to just burp you before you go to bed now because you feel like you're like an infant. Now, come here, Jamil. Urgh. Now, go to bed, son. Yeah, yeah, man. It was a uh, yeah, young uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Wow. And uh, they shot Jamal Wilkes. He, he was cornbread. Yeah, they killed cornbread. So where are you at this weekend? Uh, I am in Chattanooga. At the Comedy Not camp. Not at the Comedy Cast though. I'm doing another little spot. Mm -hmm. But I have been at the Comedy Catch a couple of times since uh, you and I did it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm at another spot. I can't think of the name of it. It's a new spot. Mm -hmm. But they called and asked me if I was open. So I'll be there uh, this Friday, the 28th. And then after that, I'll go to uh, Wichita, Kansas.
2: Wichita, Kansas. At the Looney Bin. I got a ticket in Wichita,
1: Kansas. You got a ticket in
2: Wichita? I was flying, too. Oh, shoot, man. Yeah. They they pulled you over the horse and buggy? Man, (laughs) they actually set me up. Oh really? they had a so, speed trap. Somebody got me, and then they was like, they was pointing like, oh yeah, Get that's in. how they do. Yeah, and that's I'm like, why are you pointing? Why aren't you coming? And then this other joker comes and, woo.
1: Yeah, one will radio you, and then the other he'll radio. One will catch you on the radar, and he'll tell the other one up ahead, and he'll direct you to the side. Okay. Of the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They do that in different states, man. Kentucky's mm. bad about that, but um, uh, yeah, Wichita, Kansas, and then I'm going down to the Dallas-Fort Worth area to uh, What's see the club my daughter in Wichita. Uh, lo- the Looney Bin. Looney Bin. Yeah, the Looney Band in Wichita, Kansas. That's uh March fourth through the seventh, and then after that, I'm going down to uh Dallas, Fort Worth area to uh, see my daughter. Uh, mm. She's a little track star, Kennedy oh. Kennedy Llewellyn. Uh oh, that's right, Hebron High School. The Hebron. <laughs> High. <Yeah>. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Calm down. <laughs> so like Rewind the style. Boyaka, boyaka. But. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh she's a little track star and uh she's probably probably going to be going to uh right now Alabama's her number one school she want to go to. Oh. Yeah, so uh yeah, so um
2: proud dad moment. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, for sure, man,
1: for sure. So um yeah, um they that's it, man. I'm I'm still grinding.
2: I'm grinding, man. Well, so man, I'm, I I, I want to see more of Tony Tone in you 2020. Will. You will, man. Everybody will everybody will
1: everybody out there that's listening right now you will see more of me go like i say i I spit out my uh social media go to my instagram go to my facebook go to my twitter and um let's grow let's do this
2: and i want to get you in my movie i I got i got a sequel coming up but i want to get you in there
1: yes oh really so
2: i want to once i finalize the script i can act man i know you can we both can you want to be in it too we can get yeah. we can get
1: wifey yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, let's get wifey in there too, man.
2: Yeah. Matter of fact, I already got a character. His name is Calhoun. Yeah. He's Calhoun and he's he's the more mature guy out of the bunch. Uh-huh. And he's married and he's schooling my character. Yeah. Oh on yeah. i to be married. And yeah. we can have the wifey in there yeah. too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. and the
0: crowd goes <laughs> wild. Not only has he landed a beautiful woman but he landed a movie role for both of both of them. He's a provider.
2: <laughs> well listen Tony Tony, it's been a pleasure having you man. I love having you on my yeah, show. Man, I want to have you again. Hey, so whenever anytime. you come back in I can have you on have you call in one of your characters or something man.
1: Yeah hey please do that. I'll do that man. uh, uh I'm about to move back here. So I might just show up. I might just be sitting in here when you get up in the morning. She'll be like, yo, man, <laughs> let's do this. Where's the cereal at, uh, Co- Tony? What coffee you, in a robe. <laughs> coffee in a robe. Let's do this, man. Morning time. Wait,
2: wait, wait a minute, Tony. What are you doing here? Well, I just had the audacity to show up. Hell, <laughs> and the crowd goes <laughs> All right. Well, again, thank you, brother, for coming out. Thanks, I man. appreciate you. Make sure y'all go follow Tony Tone on all of his Instagram handles, and he's going to be active on all of them. We promise. And uh, good night. Thank you, all Make sure you tune into the Audacity next time.
0: The Audacity.